wish you knew more stuff. Wish you were more helpful around the house or had an understanding of something that people are talking about at a party. Don't worry, you're not alone. That's why we have enlisted Skillshare to help you out. That's right, Skillshare is a proud sponsor of the A7FL and the A7FL's three-on-one podcast. We want you to get in on the good stuff now. So go to the link right below in the description or wherever you're watching this or go to a7fl.tv slash podcast. Click the Skillshare link and you get a free 30-day trial because you are a fan of the A7FL. So do the thing. Head on over right now to a7fl.tv slash podcast or click right in the description below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast right now. Do the thing. Click the link in the info below and sign up now. Do 30 days free because of us here at the A7FL. Well, because because we love you. We want you to have cool stuff. And now back to this piece of A7FL content, more than likely showing my face. Welcome to the Other Side of the Ball podcast. I am your host for this evening, Derek Duncan, division owner. Hall of Famer, minor league Hall of Famer, I guess I should say. And uh, on our podcast tonight are our hosts, the usuals, Mr. Chris Vera, uh, division manager, the Vegas Viking, Scott McCorkle, and Dub Alvarez, our our broadcast team. Greetings to you as well. Also joining us this evening is our uh, new assistant producer who's going to be promoted to producer before the show's over <laughs> plays hey, hey. Gentlemen, we had an amazing amazing uh weekend of football and some record setting shit uh wanted to get right into it and find out your guys's take on before before we get into the the game of the week the Surprise of the week, which was the uh, record-breaking game, OTT versus Sick with It. Oh. I'd love to. I'd love to get your guys' take on how that game went and what you thought was going to go down versus what happened. What actually went down? Anybody jump in? I'm not going to call you guys. Out. Oh, yeah, no. Um, well, I mean, I kind of saw the. I kind of saw the game going that way, but I wasn't necessarily sure. Like, I wasn't told that mark was going to go for it like that like there's no they they finally showed that there's no breaks on them like i think they're finally getting their stuff together so they're they're falling the right way you know what i mean like it's hard to find a, a kink in that armor i mean three on ones maybe but outside of that that game was ridiculous it was it lavish couldn't be stopped JG, I don't think I think he threw like two or three incomplete passes the whole game. Like that, that game was incredible. And OTT kept fighting. That was the crazy part. OTT, like there was Savion. Dude, dude, come on, man! You're talking about the guys, the guys that I said have the biggest hearts in this league. Is before we move off of that, I want to ask Viking. Do you think uh, Sickwood's impressiveness had more to do with? their overall game plan and what they're able to do or OTT's defense? Um, Well, I think they prepped for that defense. And I think what Mark did with, if you watch like the substitutes and when they're, where they were going, uh, 
they were picking on certain positions that didn't have the depth or if they had somebody playing out of position. Um, I'm not sure if it was forethought or just in-game adjustments, um, but I, I think I think probably a combination of the two. I would I would say the same. I, I most of the good coaches that I spend time with, they will find a hole in an offense and a defense and exploit that until they try to fix it. And as soon as they try to fix it, it opens up another hole and they'll exploit that one. So I, I know Mark's a pretty good football mind, so I think that's probably what was happening there. But uh, I I wanted to get Chris your take. You know, you started talking about Savion. I know how close you are sometimes with OTT and their and their receivers because you guys spend some time in in the film room together and working on some things with them. Uh, why is it that they don't have Savion returning every kick? You know, I think you can go back and ask yourself that. Why is it? Why don't they have Cheetah returning every every kick? I think there's something to be said that. Um, and I don't know, shout out to G, love you, brother. I will try to catch up with you this week. But um, in all honesty, I think that it's a situation where I, I think that they let it, you know, G may, might make that decision uh, to save him for the upcoming offensive uh, situation. But I mean, it's it's hard for me to, to say exactly why um, in the minds of either Savion or G as to why that decision is made sometimes, because in all honesty, he could be their offense. And to me, it's the same thing as Cheetah. He would be out there every single throw off. It's, it's not even a question. Why are you giving somebody else a shot at it when you know what he can do? If it's in a situation to gain points back that you might've just given up, or obviously it is because it's throw off, then, you know, in, in my mind as a coach, he's not coming off the field for somebody else, period. Well, and I know why they don't why they don't do it with Cheetah every time. He's their best defender, and if he just got through sprinting a hundred yards and now he's got to go cover somebody like Davik, he's going to be at a disadvantage. Savion doesn't play defense, or he, he not that I'm aware of anyway. And his time on the field on offense it's, is usually limited, and a lot of breaks in between. So I don't know. I I feel like they're missing opportunities and taking their best weapon across the board. The the best thing that they have going as a team is Savion on returns as far as we've seen thus far. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he had three return touchdowns, maybe four last week. and only Definitely got had three stopped. for sure. Yeah, and only got stopped on, uh, I think, two of his attempt tries. And I don't know. It, it just Maybe the guys just want to play offense, and that's why they do it. I, I, I wish I had an answer for you there, Derek. I, I mean, it's, it's a little baffling even to me. Um, There's still team to have Savion sitting on the side of, on the sideline for anything when it comes to offense. It, um, it might honestly that might be like coming from a player's perspective, like mm-hmm. that could just be like knowing one of your teammates. Like if you've already rocked three of them, you know what I mean. Like and you've taken them all back, you got stopped. Fuck man, okay, here grab them. That's still their that's still their family. You know what I mean? Like that's still that's still their unit. He's not going to – that's still his brother. You know what I mean? If he knows he likes returning and he has a chance at breaking one, let him do it. Like, let him have some fun. Like, and especially, like, with o, with OTT situation, with, like, them playing Ironman football, it, it maybe it's just, you know what, we got to make this fun for everybody or people aren't going to stick around. Like, and maybe that's not, like, a conscious thought. You know what I mean? Like, I, Savion's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like he's such a like a good guy, and like he cares about his teammates. I think that has more to do with it than anything else. 
you know, you might have something there. I mean, Savion is a great teammate, and you talk to him at any point in time. Um, and I wish <laughs> I'll say it. I wish some of you guys could be on the field sometimes and listen to him because he's not really that that type of kid that's either you know gets too down or too up no matter what. He's very level headed. Everything that he talks about is at a certain level, and he stays there. He never. He, I, I've seen him get you know a little anxious and and get a little upset with situations, but nothing on a regular. It's it's during the game he'll get anxious or or even angry because he sees something that can happen and he knows he can make a play. The kid is just, you know, if I had to start a team and I could choose somebody other than a quarterback to start it with, he would be my first, my first pick because him and G just have a ton of heart and you can see it resonate throughout the rest of the team because of that. Yeah. Their attitude is what sets them apart <clears throat> regardless of, like, and it, you could see it be infectious into the whole team. Like, look at look at a player like like Yodi Mac. That's one of my boys, but he used to be hot tempered, always getting into it. Like, and now he'll get in people's face and everything. But now, like, look at look at what the culture of OTT has done for him. Like, now he gets to ball his hardest. He's having fun. He's out there playing rock paper scissors. With it was like in the in the rock scissor rock paper scissors champion of the league, right? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? I think, although I, I will say I do think Steve beat him this last weekend one time, but I, I'm not sure if I saw that right. Uh, so if you did, shout out to Steve Ashmore, the media guy. Um, but I think that culture, that that team has that culture, and maybe that's why they they choose to play Ironman ball, and they're good with it. They're not about to let nobody cancerous play on that squad. I, I think that has a lot to do. They're choosing to play that way. They're choosing to build their their organization a certain way. And I respect it. It's commendable. Um, and they compete. So you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they're I don't think they're one of the worst teams in Vegas by any means. Like I they might be the fourth best team, you know what I mean? Like, but then again, I don't know, Kay, you know. He makes everything different. They got him in between him and JP. They got something, but still on OTT. Like I think that culture is what sets them apart because that it's infectious to everybody that gets over there. Yeah, and so thank you for that. I want to uh, kind of shift the conversation to some of the other games that took place <laughs> that we might have not have at the forefront of our minds. So the force came back and uh, dominated. They uh, mercy ruled the gold. Right? And then on the broadcast, you guys were saying, or let me say, Casey was saying, they look like the champs from of old. What's what's your guys' overall feeling on how the force looked that game? We'll start on the force side. And then we want, I definitely want to touch on the gold and what they did or didn't bring to the table yesterday. Or definitely, it definitely was, it definitely was a get right game for the force. No question. Um, I mean, coming off those two losses, one being a tough loss to stick with it by seven, then you coming back and get dominated by the Insomniacs. It definitely was a get right game just to reassert themselves like, hey, we know what we got. We're still that same team. Don't count us out yet. We still got the squad to compete. We still got the squad to still put it together and make a run. Don't put us in the dirt yet. We're still here and we're still coming to play football. We want that title just to show you why we won the title. We're still here. And I mean, it's just 
you kind of expected it. Because, I mean, even you said a D, you said the force will put up a 60 burger and they did not disappoint. They give you 60 plus two. So you were spot on by saying, oh, yeah, they're going to put up a 60 burger. And, you know, they they made you look like a genius. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, so I hey, didn't hey, want to. Hey, don't blow his head up too much. Okay? <laughs> it's, it's oh, not, hey, man, he wants a raise. Look, there, there's there, there's no more room in this room for my head, anyways. We're good. It's stuck where it's at. You had to turn sideways to go through the doorway. All right, just, let's, let's calm good down. Good grief. Good grief. <laughs> so, uh, kind of interesting to uh, thing to think about. So, the the force with their rebound game, uh, with the point differential that they came up with that game, put themselves into the four spot to where they would be the team that does not travel to LA if the playoffs were, were to start today. And it would be the hunters and OTT that would have to travel. So mm. the way the standings sit right now, it's mm. uh, insomniacs one, sick with it two, kryptonite three force four, but with OTT and the hunters tied with the force at two and two, but the point differential separating them apart. But just on the eye test, do we think all three of those teams are equal? The top three or the bottom three? Bottom three. Like to see who to see who travels. Like, do you really think? Do you th- really think in the current situation with the current schedule ahead of them that either OTT or the Hunters can like separate themselves to stay in Vegas for the playoffs to not have to travel or keep pace with uh, with the Force? Yeah, no. Like, I just I don't know. I don't know if it's just one week and because it's like, and you know, forgive me. I'm not saying anything against anybody's individual talent. When I say this, <laughs> I like a lot of people that play for the gold. I think they're working through a bunch of stuff. Daniel's hurt. You know what I mean? Jeremiah is going through it, trying to sift through people. They picked, they acquired a bunch of new people, but they have to have time to gel that together. You know what I mean? So like we have to see, we have to give them time, but I, the force should have done that but they also listened you know what i mean like i don't know if they listened to us or if they listened to themselves if they listened internally if they listened to other coaches but they listened they i feel like coach mac went back and sat in the film room the players went back and sat in the film room i saw improvements on an individual player's basis like yes the team yes they blew out the goal man that's cool i honestly as a football player could give i could care less because if I could still mess up a couple of plays and get in y'all head, and I know that, y'all not a threat to me. I didn't see that. I, I didn't see the same approach from the players, the same attitude from the players. Like, everybody seemed to, like, believe in each other a little bit more, have a little bit more chemistry. I don't know what changed. I don't know what happened. Of course, they gave my boy Reek the ball some more. They let Curtis rock until he got hurt. Like they they made some good highlights. They were out there really hustling and really made some improvements in some key areas. And um, I just credit to the whole organization. I want to see I want to see what they do going down the stretch. Well, look, well, you t- you go ahead, Dub. No, no, go ahead, Derek. You go ahead. It, you, you touched on something that I that I think was important. I think the force actually found their run game between Reek and Cheddar. They they literally were. Uh, I wouldn't say it was equal, equal to having RTC yeah. and Tone back there, but with their blocking schemes and the way those guys run and Cheddar is, he's Soft. basically, 
he, he's basically the same runner as G Heard. If, if if I'm making a league comparison, where he's yeah. very very hard to bring down, he he might not be the most powerful guy as far as running guys over, but he's going to carry you for a long time if you don't get at his legs eventually. Right, like he's not going to truck you, but taking him down is hard. Exactly. Right, like and, I, that's exactly, and that's exactly what I feel about G Heard. Like he he will run through you, but it's not like an explosive make you hop off of him like we saw RTC do to uh, my boy Dominic on that run play on that right. block he laid on him. But he what is what it's not going to do is you're not going to push him back. Hey, we'll we'll come back to that uh, that play you just talked about because um, Dom and shout and, out, uh, shout they, out to and Dom RTC. for taking that full on for that. Well, yeah, but they were they were laughing about that after the game because yeah. RTC was admittedly, I that's not what I was trying to do. So admittedly, no, he's just even though so it looked big. good, yeah, it looked good. And even Dom said, you know, I saw you coming and I I just turned and anyway, but what I was gonna say about the, the whole thing with it was it was actually pretty simple. Winning cures a lot of what ails you, especially when you have an opportunity to go against a team that um like you said is still gelling and still trying to find themselves you have an opportunity to put up points on them and work some stuff out so that's a good point. knowing that that's a- going into it and and winning starts to cure things and starts to get you that soft confidence that you might not have uh have had in the past that's a great point man like it's like they have to they they knew they were gonna win but they like they knew they were gonna win, so now they can focus on how many points they're gonna put up and how they're gonna put it up. Like in their head, that's that's their approach. It wasn't are we, we what do we have to do to win this game? It's what do we have to do to get back on track? Like what do we have to fine tune? What do we have to polish? Like they walked into it like a like a tune-up game, and they they used it properly. It sounds bad, and and like it like I said before, it's just. Y'all have the athletes on the gold. Y'all just don't have the chemistry, the coaching, whatever the case may be. Maybe y'all not listening. I don't know. But y'all can find, y'all can easily make the jump up to the Hunters OTT level if y'all get it together. You know what I mean? Well, and to push it farther than that, add a couple more weapons and you're good. Well, okay, how many so- times, how many times, how many times have we said on the broadcast, they've shown spurts, but the keyword is, can they be consistent with it? And I don't know how many times we have said that C word in gold games where it's like, okay, they get on the end zone one week. Then one week they can't get it together. It's just like where there, there has to be a medium somewhere. But also during the broadcast, me and Viking both said, one thing we wanted to see the poor was, why not give number five the ball? And it seemed like every time Vuderik touched the ball, he found the house. He found the end zone. And that other dude was nasty too. Yeah, with Big 23, 23 runs like she heard, but he's a little bit more elusive. It probably has more speed, but his run game in the early going just set up everything else. And possibly him and Budarik, that could be a very nasty tandem backfield that you don't want to deal with when it comes to playoff time if the force should get in. So, and just, just talking about points real quick. Um, you know, yes, I am new to all this, and hey, great to meet everybody. So when we were talking about Savion and getting the, um, you know, the three-on-ones, and I know I'm throwing back this question a second, but that was already five um, runbacks that he had, and he didn't even get all of them. What about the scoring in that game? 
the points in that game. Yeah, record breaking. That, that total was crazy. Record breaking. Let let let's not let's not sell it short. That it was the most points scored in the history of the A7FL, the modern history. We don't know what records were kept before it became A7FL. The most points by one team in the A7FL. Uh, and there's going to need to be an asterisk next to that because it should have only been 86. And I say that <laughs> because the uh, the number is supposed to be 42 where we go into uh, Mercy in the fourth. And oh. I, thought that, I thought the number was 49. So it's it's there, but it's ninety two yeah. with an asterisk for anyone for any. But it still would have been the most amount of points scored by any single team in a game, but not would have not hit the ninety threshold. Okay, so this is also like I'm I'm I always feel like I talk too damn much, but I don't really give a fuck. That's just kind of how I am. If you know me, that's I just that's just what happens. But so I did see a couple of teams on the on the chat talking about like there's there's a formula to getting these high numbers and yeah. they were talking about it openly. Like, I'm not sure if I should put it out there. I'm, I'm going to, you have to load those first two quarters up in points. There's no running clock. There's no saving anybody. If they don't use their timeouts, you, if you can put up, if you can put up enough points in the first half, you that's where all the records can be made because the the running clock that that hurts your chances of hitting that 92. And really, if you're winning by that much, unless the other team is keeping up with you and you guys are just doing three on ones back and forth and traumatizing the hell out of me in the process, then uh, I did then feel your pain that night. It's just gonna be it's gonna the game is gonna be over in the third quarter. So I don't know. They were openly talking about it, and it was it was the top three teams that were talking about it. And I'm I'm sure that the force they pay attention to everything. They have a great social media presence. Probably one of the, I mean, probably one of the better social media presences of all A7. You know what I mean? So like they're aware of all of it. So it's not like they're and I'm not sure you know what the rest of their schedule is off the top of my head. But you know what I mean? Like it's a race to score a hundred points right now. And it's going to be a race to score 100 until the talent levels out. A new goal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, 90 without the asterisks would probably be the new goal. But, yeah, someone wants 100, I'm sure. And the other formula is... Vegas, we don't do that little... We're going all in every time. All in. The other other formula that you could do is to let the other team score on the three-on-ones. You keep getting the ball back. (laughs) Yeah. That, and that's a key too. But then again, if you're playing OTT, do you have to let them, or is it just no. going to happen to you? You you say you let them, so you don't look so you don't look so bad. <laughs> I do want to say though that I pointed out, like I pointed out a while ago, uh, because I had heard um, on the three on one podcast them talking about it and the differences and how people uh, return the three on ones in the different divisions. Yeah, and I do want to say that I have, and I've been loving it, seeing a lot more of these Nevada players taking the three-on-one, like, the three-on-one approach to the, to, or the uh, the East Coast approach to the three-on-one, I apologize. And, uh, and, like, they're just hitting the hole and going and, like, making you make that tackle. Like, you think you're going to, you just have to try and, like, slow play it and then try and catch me on an angle. Now I'm coming 100 miles an hour at your face. Like, I love it. Lavish does it. Like, he does it a lot. I, yeah. I, 
I love seeing that. Curtis does it. Like it's but the best one that does the bullet bullet bill though is Daniel Oakley. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big give, man football. Give, give me, give me Dio with the return with his bullet bill. Cause he's actually pretty damn fast, which is scary. Yeah. Them legs move. Yeah. Uh, they might want to toss him at running back. Give him a couple option plays. What right. about scooter scooter? Ain't too bad at it either. No, that was fun too. Scooter's hard Big to man on three on one was absolutely the highlight of, was the highlight for me. That, All right. that was just fantastic. And then the other game that was a extremely good game was Pit Bosses and Hunters. Yeah. yeah. We, we lost some of the impact and fanfare around that game because the excitement of the returns of the OTT game, but Pit Bosses and Hunters was a game that was very similar to the outcome of OTT and Hunters last week, but this time with yeah. Hunters coming on top. We didn't have a boring game, not one. No, they were all pretty exciting, and I was really happy that our broadcast uh, stayed together strong. So uh, any keys that you guys saw from the pit bosses, uh, improvements that they've made, even though they're still in the losing column, any improvements you guys are seeing and expecting them to maybe get one in the win column soon? It looked like they had a plan. Go ahead, ahead, Scotty. No, no, I talk too much, bro. No, all I'm going to say is they added JP. Like, I mean, any team, any team that's got Kuno back as quarterback has an opportunity. Yeah, but now, like now, Kuno is not the sole focus. Like JP, and, JP can ball, and he's coming anytime, off the couch. He's not even in shape. Any time that you have Kuno and you can take focus and put some focus someplace else, gives him yeah. more of an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, he can beat ball. four guys by himself. So if you get one guy to pull two, now now he's just got to make magic out of that last guy. Exactly. You just so need one block at that point. Like With if the him, rest of your guys blocking, can't block one, fuck if you. you can't block downfield for Kano, something's wrong. I mean, that. Do you understand how much chaos? Do you know how many flags I would get for blindside blocks playing with Kano? And I wouldn't even give a fuck because my team would be lit. They'd be hyped as fuck. I'm I'm eating those 15 yards. Okay, but you put, catch me on ESPN with that 15 yards. Right. <laughs> yes, I better I'm, believe I'm bro. I'm starting to feel so much better. Better believe when I come back. I'm coming out for. I'm coming out. Editors so I'm note: out Please do not blindside block and cost your team 15, 15 yards on a, on a uh, on a quarterback run. No, wait, wait till we're in the playoffs for that. Don't do it in town. Yeah, wait till we're in the playoffs so you can actually cost yeah, your team no, the game. I'm, that's no, a great idea. Wait till you know what I mean. Yeah, wait till the playoffs. Do that to the out-of-town cats. You know what I mean? They're good, man. They're good. I've been are watching you, a lot of Are you film. saying that to send a message? Just to let them know, I'm hey, Vegas is here? I'm always trying to send a message. It's, been Vegas, it's Vegas versus everybody all the time, every time, and there's not two teams that can come out and beat our top two. Not in the That's his motto. That's all been his motto for a minute now. There, there is not. And, and our three and four teams can, can bang with anybody in the nation as well. All right, but our so- top two will walk everybody. Right, so speaking speaking of playoffs and the conversation we were having already about the uh, bottom four of our division, there was a comment that was made. How does how is it going to shape up? And I'm, I want to take some time to talk about the remaining schedules for those four teams. So starting with OTT, you know, everybody has three games left. OTT has the pit bosses, the force and the insomniacs so 
I mean, they've already got two wins. You kind of need three to make the playoffs is the way it's shaping out. Uh, we, by all accounts, they should beat the pit bosses based on how things have gone so far and the strength of schedule and what it looks like. I think, I think we're off, uh, baby. I think we look at OTT versus the force. And I think most of us would think that the force would possibly win that game. Although I think they, they would edge that out on cardio. Yeah. They, they have the matching records and then yeah. their last game is, is against the insomniac. So, I mean, that's, that's ch- chances are that's, that's an L the way things have been going so far. Yeah. So, so with that, what do you guys think the, the OTT the, with that run of three games, what do we feel like their record will be over those three games? One and two, two and one. Um, one and yeah, two one and would, be, would be my my feeling on it. Yeah. Um, well, let's do it this way. Let's say best case scenario, worst case scenario. Best, best case, case scenario. Two best one. case scenario, one, one, and one. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> a tie. You're calling for a tie. You think we can do a tie? You see, no, you see that's the best they best, can do. The best they can do against the force would be a tie. Okay. Okay. Like, I, because the force, look at all the people the force have. Like, just on, just on, on rotation alone, like, your cardio just isn't like that, OTT. Like, I love y'all, but cardio-wise, come on. Like, this, right. uh, you know, I'm good know. with that. So, best case, one, one, and one. Worst that case. Puts them up, that puts them, that, I think that puts them against, uh, up ahead of somebody who has two losses, right? Okay. And then what do we say, worst case? Oh and three. Oh and three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pit boss has got a shot. Pit boss has got a shot, baby. Okay. And they're so, hungry. All right. So we'll put a pin in that. So we we say OTT worst case oh and three best case one one and one. Yep. yep. Next okay. next of of the tied teams would be the force. Obviously they got OTT because we just discussed mm-hmm. that. Uh, they've got the hunters and they got kryptonite. Oof. Worst case, best case. Worst case, two and one. Because depending worst on which, case, two and one. Worst yeah. case, two and one. Because worst depending case, on two and one, yeah. because because you know the kryptonite want to bounce mm-hmm. back and bounce back in a big way after getting embarrassed by the insomniacs. They want to bounce back and show, hey, that was just a bad game, but we are still a force to be reckoned with. So I wouldn't sleep on the kryptonite the last regular season game of the year. On May the twenty first. That's just you I'm know, gonna piss them off and say I'm gonna piss them I, off and say one one and one. If I'm just saying, if I if I'm the kryptonite, I'm just saying, hey, hey, don't count us out. No, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Two and one would probably be my best case scenario for them. Your best case, you don't think they can run the table? What we're so we got the force. So they are the force. OPT. Oh, no, they, are, they, they, they are my the bad, force. My bad, my bad, They're going to be bad. playing the Hunters, OTT, and Kryptonite in that order. So that's me. I was thinking we're talking Kryptonite. I have no idea why. But anyway, um, best case scenario, I think, is going to be two and one, yes. Worst case scenario is going to be one and two. Uh, I think, uh, I think Interesting. Best, case they, best case they run the table, like they could beat Kryptonite. They, they could. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not going to predict that game. That seems like a super well even match game. Like if everybody for Kryptonite shows up and they're healthy and everybody's in their head, they got a shot against the Force. But so Force's last three, I think worst case scenario, 
They lose one, tie one, win, uh, win one. So the forces... Uh, worst case scenario, they lose against Kryptonite. They tie either the Hunters or the or OTT, probably OTT, and then they they beat the Hunters. So what they we're saying is the, yeah. the force floor is the same as OTT ceiling with their last three games. Yes. Got it. All right. And then and is everybody else kind of in agreement with that? I mean, I heard Chris say everybody oh, else no, said two. Uh, mine one. is just wildly wrong. Right. All right. Else. All right. So so we got it. We 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 kind of got an understanding. And then the 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 remaining two and uh, two and two and two team is the hunters. And they've got force insomniac six with it talk about a gun talk about a gauntlet that is a gauntlet that is a that is a gauntlet damn so that is their their toughest games for the most part are still in front of hey do they get vacation time in between games well everyone (laughs) everyone gets everyone gets mother's day off mother's day weekend off so so and they will have time to lick their wounds after the insomniacs game to get prepared for sick with it Oh fuck! Those two back to back is rough. No, what a way to finish the game. Finish I, the season, Oof. bro. Best case is one and two. Best yeah. case, I, I, I'm honestly, I only, I only know. Best case would be o one and uh, o two and one. <laughs> yeah, they 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 don't get no wins. They lose two and they tie with fucking fours. Best case, uh, and that's a huge best case. But I'll just say this about the hunt, and they're gonna be mad at me for that. But I, I love y'all. Like Diller Davis is one of my favorite people to watch. White is amazing. Like they got yeah, good Darren, players. Darren's fantastic. Yeah, he, he is. He you is know fantastic. what I mean? Like they have great players. They could have you imagine moments. if what they would look like if they still had Zebby, oh, or if man. they still had Kuno, or or gnarly, right? Gnarly and Zebby, same person. Oh my bad, I didn't know his real name. <laughs> no sweat. All right, so the, so we're basically saying of those six, likely the force will maintain their their spot at number four, yeah. and the hunters and OTT will likely travel. However, we brought up another interesting point. With the hunters likely losing their last three games, if the pit bosses or the gold run the table, they could end up in that sixth spot. So mm-hmm. I'd like to take a look at those guys and say best mm-hmm. case scenario, worst case scenario. For the bosses and the gold. Okay. So the bosses, we feel like are are, both these teams, we feel like they're on their way up after the waiver wire and their changes. They pit pit bosses picked up a bunch of guys before the waiver wire happened. They showed up the the week before that with a brand new look squad that we weren't expecting. But they've got OTT, Kryptonite, and gold. Oh, you know what? Truthfully I'll speaking, I'll never say it. I'll never say it. I'll truthfully say speaking, it. nope. I, I think bosses versus the gold. If it if it's for a playoff spot, it might be the best game of the year. It, 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 and it will be the last game of the season. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just putting out. I mean, realistically, I mean, the pit bosses possibly could go two and one if it works in their favor. Because I mean, like I said, mm, they show uh, improve. They showed it. Just hear, just hear me out. They yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. They showed improvement oh, against the Hunters last week. A spark was there. Something was there. If they can just build on that, because I mean, it's football. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. You can get the lucky bounce of the ball, and all of a sudden, that little thing called momentum, as you like to say, Scotty, that unfaithful 
person that just goes in between back and forth. If they get a little bit of, if they get a little bit of that momentum and possibly can ride it out, I'm just saying gold versus force to possibly be the final slot to get in just to get in the tournament. I'm just saying, don't, 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 don't think it's, Thinking not strange. I mean, mean, let's be let's be real. The the pit bosses will have to have beat either OTT or Kryptonite for that to be the scenario, and correct for and for the number six team to only have two wins. I think we've all been looking that this is three three wins Mm -hmm. and you're in uh, as how how it's going to look, but or but that last spot could be two and a point differential depending on how it goes, right? (laughs) So if, yeah. if, let, let, let's say hunters lose out and pit bosses go two and one and they have the same record, then a point differential will make that situation. And I think they got them on that, don't they? Or they would. Well, they, they we, we don't know. They, they go got to play these games. Yeah. So they might be able to keep even with the, I think they lose to kryptonite, but they have a shot. And what I'm saying by that is I'm saying that's a three two-point game so that helps their differential if they win two games and have a loss by only two three points right well right now they have the second worst point differential at minus 140 only only second to last to the gold at minus 145 and on the eye test they way better than the gold so no question no question all right so let's talk let's do best case scenario worst case scenario for pit bosses they've got ott kryptonite gold Two and one best, one and two, no, oh and three worst. I agree with Chris. I agree with Chris, hundred percent. Scotty, same. I want to say yes, but I, I think, I think they give. Uh, oh man, I don't know. It depends which pit bosses show up, man, because they, they could put the pieces together at the right time and fuck around and pick up a three and zero count in the end of the season. Look, and, Bar- and Bartley has a four-leaf clover hanging out of his ass when it comes to things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, Lynx made the, the Lynx made the playoffs by someone having to forfeit. Like, he, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. If the pit bosses' effort showed up like it did against the Hunters, they have a shot. They got a shot. All right. So we'll leave it there, and let's yeah. look at let's look at the gold. Clearly, they play the pit bosses, but they've got insomniacs, sick with it, and the pit bosses. <laughs> oh boy! Best case so, scenario: two are o two and one. Worst case scenario: sorry, o two and one. No, I take that back. That's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario: on three. Uh, so you think there's no way they beat the pit bosses? The best they can hope to is tie for the yeah. gold. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just I look, man. I love Jeremiah, and I think he's trying to get this team going, heading in the right direction. But I think there's uh, you know, there's there's also that possibility of, you know, not having the the right players in the right positions right now. I don't know that they're going to fix that. Um, and I I think that uh, the pit bosses are heading in the right direction while they're still kind of and not a knock floundering a little bit trying to get their their recipe right for that team and if they don't get it right yes i could see very easily their best case scenario being oh two and one worst case scenario being oh and three 
All right. So I think we're all in agreement of what that looks like. And to go back yep. to the standings now, if we, we said collectively the pit bosses could go two and one, potentially give Kryptonite a run, but we think in our heart that they'll likely win two games yep. and that the Hunters probably will lose all three of theirs. Yeah. If that were the case, hang on, let me get back to the standings here. Make sure I, I don't mess this up. The Hunters at two and two right now would end up two and five, and the Pit Bosses would also end up two and five. But right now, the point differential is a 125 point favorite to the Hunters. But the oh, Hunters have, wow. but the Hunters have not got the 60 burgers put on them by the Insomniacs. The and, and the sick with it and the force yet so theoretically, but also the pit bosses also have to play the kryptonite who have been putting burgers on everybody as well. Yeah, yeah, fifty burgers. I, and yeah, they've been putting fifty up, and then when they get their shine, they're gonna try and put more up because they don't hurt. They know the the formula now too, so they're not going. No. They're not gonna fuck around the whole first half no more. It takes them the first half to get warmed up and, and firing on all cylinders sometimes. So the reason I bring this up, because it, the the bottom of the division is probably more exciting than the top of Dude. the division right now when yes. it comes to the playoffs, when it comes to the playoff scenario. And that is a perfect segue into the conversation that I'd like us to have about the top 10 that's already been talked about. I, I have not posted that in our chat, but the top 10, uh, we believe Insomniacs are going to be number one. I don't know if you guys have heard yet or not. Uh, I did. Okay. Uh, cheater. Oh. okay, so you guys have you guys have that list? Because I've not seen it yet. I, I do not um, have that I list. I listened to the podcast. Yeah, well, I'm sure somebody heard Well, we, we were uh, given a little cheat sheet, but we was told not to uh, discuss it until they did first. But Sure, but there was no order on that cheat sheet. <laughs> yeah, no, in the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so Insomniacs is number one. Number two is uh, Silk City. Really? And then, yeah, Silk yeah, City. Un un undefeated was, with, undefeated yeah. with Quattro Huffin, the best quarterback in the history of the of the A7FL. Interesting. Uh, and then no, I forgot. Had, <laughs> I, I've been hitting the head a lot, bro. Like my, my attention span ain't very high. <laughs> See football, get football. I know that shit very well. <laughs> well, all right. So real quick, I'm going to go ahead and look it up while you guys pontificate on other things. So let, let me or Blaze, if you can potentially jump on that since you, you're in the background right now, uh, search A7FL three-on-one podcast on YouTube, find the latest episode, which would have been from last night at 425, and uh, fast forward until you get to the graphic, and if you could, drop it in the chat for us. Okay. See, hmm. assistant producers, yeah, I, I it's awesome say, to like, have. It was crazy. We got it. I know there's a team from Tampa, and can I, can I reiterate how much I hate, I hate, I fucking hate that there's a sin city from fucking Ohio. Oh, I, I I can't go as strong as to say hate. I think it's hilarious that they tried to be I, Sin City. I, no, I hate it, but I think their team <laughs> is saucy, though. Their team right. is saucy. They are talented, bro. I like watching them highlights. Oh. But, man, I can't wait to play them in the playoffs. And they talk a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. I love it. Of course, it's Ohio. They're going to. They yes. should. Hey, they, they play, can I, they can play I just, real good football. Can I just say something in with that real quick and say this? 
Do you know what it's going to be like to have a Vegas team play them in the playoffs? And then the Vegas team is not going to stop talking shit until they are leaving that area. Because they're going to be talking about who's the real Sin City. Right. Bro, how many flags are about to be thrown for unsportsmanlike like in those games? Come on. I hope we get those East Coast refs for the playoffs, though, because they be letting them boys hit. They don't make them boys wrap up or nothing. They don't throw flags on near not or nothing. They let them boys talk. They let them boys hit. Our refs are really good about protecting the player, and they're really good about following instructions from the league. But they're setting us up to get hit hard out there i don't know if it's us just not hitting hard enough but god i don't i don't look i don't think but look no but i'm watching i'm watching the teams look i said that like in week one and then they've been out there booming the hell out of people so i'm gonna keep saying it over and over again because if i keep saying it they're gonna keep hitting each other harder and harder and i'm cool with that (laughs) (laughs) that's what i want because when i come back i expect to get cracked I expect a welcome back like nobody's business, and I'm I'm waiting for it. Okay, well here I'll get I'll I'll hook you up. Let me know when you're coming back. Call me when you're walking through the parking lot. I'll hit you with the car. Get you going. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I think I would almost oh, rather get hit by that than like Mac. <laughs> yeah. Have you, know you seen what? the pancakes he's you. been rolling on people? Are you serious? I would agree with yeah. you. I would agree with you. I want, I don't want that man. I don't want to see that man coming at me. At all, him and him and the big old oh, and blindside me because I don't want to see that hit coming. Yeah, no, and can I also say a big shout out to the big loose from uh, from sick with it? Thousand prayers out to his family, man. Yeah, uh, hopefully his daughter's doing well. She seemed to be in good, be okay when they were leaving the building. So yes, yes, sir. I don't have him on Facebook or no social media or anything. Not sure about how to get in contact with him. So. I think My he may have just friend. added me today, so I, I'll check that out and see. I didn't have a chance to yeah, look yeah. back at his profile. But also, right. um, just Bless real quickly, him and his family. just real quickly to go back to the sick with an OTT game, kudos to sick with it for paying tribute to G Hurt's dad before kickoff, before the throw off on um, Sunday night. That was very, very classy, very, very well done. Um, I just want to tip my cat off, tip my cap off to them for doing that because that's that was just fantastic. All right, are you going to tip your cap or are you going to take your hat off to them? Because tipping your <laughs> tip cap my, off to them is weird. Tip, tip that, my that, cap that is, is a little weird. It's a, baseball, it's a baseball reference because that's my the spy play. Oh, yeah, we, we understand the reference. The you're, you're just saying it wrong. I got you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good to go. All right. I'm just messing I with you. I talk fast when I get excited. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> All groovy, my man. All right. All right. So. Uh, I think uh, because we don't have the graphic, I'm going to have us bypass the uh, middle 10. But uh, let's talk about uh, the our middle-of-the-pack guys, our teams three through six, and how we think they will fare against L.A. and or, and or against Cincinnati should miraculously they end up beating one of the top two. So... Let let's start with uh, let's start at the bottom with the gold. Uh, I don't think any of us think that they'll be making the playoffs. So unless someone wants to uh, expand on that, we'll roll up to the pit bosses, a team that 
historically has made a good showing but always falls short except for in the fall championship do we think pit bosses have a have a chance to beat an la team in la and then will they have built out themselves strong enough to have a shot against the remaining top two teams that are, are one through four right now well i think the um i'll be real with it too and i'll say the aces are i mean yeah they they played one game <clears throat> i get that but i mean i remember the aces from last season and i'm not ta- obviously not talking fall i'm talking our our um first spring. season right spring season and i remember what they came up to vegas and did to some of our teams they're a tough team and if every indication that i'm getting is that they've actually expanded on their personnel and their talent and it's it's going to be tough um i i think that uh you know, no knock against our Vegas squads at all, but I think if there's one team that I could see coming uh, and playing up here, it would be the Aces. So I, I got to say it. I, I don't know. Well, I don't think that uh, the pit bosses could go down to LA and beat the Aces. Okay. Mm. Oh. And what about the Force? Well, so before we go there. But oh, okay, we, my bad. next up is the two teams that will likely be in those positions. The Hunters, who will be right now, we're saying is on the bubble for making the playoffs. Chris, you know more about the Aces than than I think Dub and Scotty do, because I don't think we yeah. have no one seen me film on them yet, because I've it literally just came to me today and I haven't had a chance to download it. So. I would, again, I would say that um, the Aces, just from what I've seen, uh, and this is going back, and I talked to those guys, and they, they've got some, they've got a squad, man, and they, they had a, um, a core of players that I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, that that's, their core came back, and they added even more talent. So I think that we, if there's a team from L.A. that I've got to say we can't sleep on, it's them. Um, it would be a struggle for the Hunters to beat them as well. All right. I and I agree with that, but the 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 team that I think we need to be talking about that could give them a run would be OTT. I would agree with that. I think this the biggest struggle that they will have is containing Savion, especially if they don't have film on him and they're not sure what they're getting into on a throw off. I think that that's going to be uh, the biggest piece that they're going to have to adjust to. And in reality, um, I've seen their throw offs. Their throw offs aren't neat. Um, like some of these other guys throw offs where we've seen them try to take Savion back to the, to the goal line. Um, It's going to be, it'd be a, it'd be a good game. And even with OTT, I think the downfall that I'll always have with OTT is, is what Viking has said time and time again, love them. They've got heart, but they don't have the numbers. If they had more numbers where they didn't have to play Ironman football, I would say they could, they could possibly give the aces a run. But I think that um, the overall numbers that the Aces have, if they are or if they're bringing a squad that is anywhere near 15 to 20 deep, um, I've got it. I'm sorry, I have to give it to the Aces. Numbers right, don't so, lie. All right. So basically, we're saying that <laughs> despite the talents of our bottom two, there's a very slim chance that they will beat the Aces. However, not everybody has to play the Aces. Some of them will likely have to play the Vibe. And the vibe uh, is 
is a team that was pretty strong last season, but they've come out the gate limping. Uh, They've already retooled since their last game, and they're going to be playing the the Aces again this coming Sunday and think that they they have a a better squad this coming Sunday than they did last Sunday because they were missing a bunch of guys that will be there this, this coming Sunday. So we'll get a better look at what the vibe and the aces look like and what the comp with a better competition, what the aces look like, because last season in the championship force and the aces were pretty evenly matched Uh, force won that game, but with a goal line stop with three or three or four minutes left to play and elected to run the ball and run out the clock to, to win that in the playoffs. But uh, if they don't stop them there, they, they, you know, it's a tight game with the aces up two and the force trying to score it to win the, to end the game. And, that game offensively was, let's say, seventy percent RTC. So interesting, about right? Interesting uh, potential matchups in LA, and then the winners of those games, which likely will be the Aces and one Vegas team, based on what we just talked about, will then come back and likely take on Insomniacs or Sick with It because they've shown that they're the class of our division right now. Uh, no knock on no knock on the force, no knock on kryptonite, just the way things have worked out so far and based on the current uh yep. standings, that that's who it looks like it would be. Uh the force got something to prove. And I, I think good the best thing that happened to them was not just losing one but two games. So that they yep. they understood that whatever that they were doing, even though they've been in the lab all this time, they needed some new chemicals. And they obviously showed out this last weekend with, you know, with those new chemicals in their system. Let's see what it looks like when they, when they go up against a stronger team. And when you say in chemicals, they added uh, a little uh, gasoline and fire. And that's always a good chemical mixture. I mean, what they really added was cheddar, which yeah. is a chemical as well. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the, some, voodoo, the, some voodoo cheddar in the backfield. Right, but the force is scheduled to end the the end the season is not an easy one. With you know, uh, we think they will beat the hunters, but the hunters are no slouch. No, we think they will beat OTT, but we've said plainly here that OTT could give them a run for their money and potentially mm-hmm. tie them. They and their last and then their last game is likely going to be a playoff game for that force for that number four spot with them versus Kryptonite. Man, which. Fortunately for us all, and fortunately for DAZN, and fortunately for the three-on-one podcast broadcasters, that will be the game of the week on May 21st. Wow. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> Was that flexed in? Because, damn, somebody had some foresight making that in the last uh, game. No, uh, not flexed that's, in, that's but it was... Very technical ability. Yeah, last season's champ versus uh, last fall season's uh, loser in the championship game. That was going to be a... That was going to... A blind man could have picked that one as the game of the week. You know, either way, it's a it's a good matchup. I'm glad it's the game of the week because it's it's going to be one one hell of a game. I think. I agree, but what's been more interesting is the games of the week haven't been as exciting as the game under the lights, which ends up being on Fox. So Fox mm. is loving what we're doing. Like oh, they, they, they're getting all the action in the nighttime game, and then once once it hits summer, once it really hits summer in 100 degree temperatures. Those night games are going to be the absolute best. They're going to be amazing. They OTT knew, knew what they were doing. Well, actually, <laughs> we got lucky with the game of the week this one because Hunters and uh, Pit Bosses actually turned out to be a pretty pretty entertaining game. For sure. So the zone luck the zone luck up for that one. For sure. 
All the names are amazing. Yeah. We all lucked out for that one though. All right, guys. Uh, So let's get into uh, next week. Yes. The, hang on. My schedule here is a little jacked. Uh, I got you, D. I got you. So so I know, I know the one thirty game is force versus the hunters. The morning game is is insomniacs against the gold. Perfect. Man. Ouch. Yeah, I, I think uh, a third of the Insomniacs roster will show up for that game. <laughs> now, they show up in full force for everything they do, so I don't, yeah, I don't see anybody do. taking the week off, but uh, I, I feel bad for the gold. Let's just put it that way. It'll be a rough the, the Insomniacs are clearly the class of the West. The three-on-one guys are saying that they are the class of the country. I, I am so impressed with what they put together, and I, I think that it's going to be an easy game for them. It, it probably will be over by the time the first quarter's done. Maybe the first half of the first quarter. Well, yeah, they they going to try and they they might they might try to see that 92 in a razor. I'll just I'll just say this. Mouth and Ari 10 and 20 on the defensive end. I just enjoy watching them play and if they don't have an answer for those two, it's going to be a long day because one of those two if not both will be feasting on the quarterback, and the quarterback may go down hard. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to say this, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound bad, but it is bad. Unless there's some fluke thing that happens on a throw-off, I don't think they're going to have to travel too far to the end zone. Um, and it could be ugly. I know we've seen some 80-yard touchdown passes out of them. Um, yeah. I think we have one 85-yard yard or two, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Well, uh, I I think this game could get ugly quick, Derek. I, I will agree with you. Um, I don't want to put a score out there because realistically, it all comes down to what the Insomniacs want to do in this game. Um, they're in the driver's seat. Period. I right, I don't I don't need to score out of you. What do you think is the point spread? Uh, a betting spread. Yeah, betting spread that I'm comfortable yeah, we, with. But basically, we got Alabama versus UNLV. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, realistically, you know, I hate to say it this way, but I, I think with what I've seen out of the Insomniacs, uh, I would start with start with a 60 point spread. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I like think- I said, the, the Insomniacs are in the driver's seat. Do they let off the gas? I don't know. I don't think they will, but that's why I said I'll start with a 60-point spread. I mean, yeah, that sounds horrible, but, I mean, it's it's just a reality over what this team can do. I'll just be blunt and ask the question, do they pitch a shutout? They have Maybe. the potential to do exactly that. Their defense is certainly strong enough to do it. And the gold only put up six last week. I said, if they don't have Against an answer, the for, if they don't I, have I an answer for so. ten and twenty, it's gonna be a problem. It'll be a long day. I mean, AJ is nasty. AJ is a problem, and he's getting in better and better. Like he's showing better shape, bigger, stronger, and faster every single week. So he's working. That's not gonna stop. You got to pick your poison with them. Do you want them to run it on you? Do you want them to throw it on you? Because they can take it to the house every time. Either, either way. way. Either way. Either pick way. your poison. 
And then if you got if you got Scooter back there and he decides to run the ball against against the goal, you know, oh, hey. that that can turn into something ugly because Scooter's hard to bring down, man. He's not exactly a small man. All right, so we we feel like the Insomniacs are going to just dominate that game. So I want to jump off of that and get into the next three because every one of these next three games we feel like are going to be somewhat contentious. So the 130 game, we got Force versus Hunters. Force coming off their big win, both teams 2-2, and vying for playoff position. We all think the Force is likely the better squad based on what we've seen of, of, of them in recent weeks but the hunters have something they've been able to put up numbers on, on virtually everyone. They, they've got some great quarterback play and they have good coaching uh, and they ended up winning last week without their head coach on the sideline who got ejected in early in the game. Yeah. There's, a, there, there's a lot of positive yeah, yeah. to say about the hunters and the way they rallied around that. And I, I don't, I would never pick them to beat the force, but I think they're going to give them a, a better game than most of the players on the force would think. They will be motivated for sure, because as not to piggyback off of what you just said, but I mean, I mean, we from the booth just saw how once the game was over, they ran all the way Jump to where the their fence. coach was yeah. and hopped the fence to celebrate with their coach. And it's something like that that can unite a team bring a team together and have that us against the world mentality. And a lot of times that can carry a team a long way. So I'm not saying that they may beat the force, but they'll give the force everything they got because they're motivated. Uh, And let's be straight. Uh, uh, We had this conversation earlier of the three games they have left force insomniacs sick with it. This is likely the most winnable game for them. And if they want to make the playoffs, if they have a shot of making the playoffs, this is the game that they have to win or tie. Agree with that. With that being said, <clears throat> the hardest part is we know that there's some injuries that the force is dealing with. And we know yeah. some of them are key injuries. And the thing about it is it comes down to what I feel, you know, the force kind of got a wake-up call with those two losses. And, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're, we're saying what, we, what we've said about the Hunters and, and them coming together, but I think the Force came together as well. And <clears throat> when you go player for player, I've got to look at who has the most talent. And I think that when I look at it that way, I've got to give the nod to the Force. Um, in reality, if I had, well, we are picking the game, so I'll say it this way. I think the force wins this game by 14. A 14-point spread. I, I, that's that's not crazy. I might have to agree with that. But, I, yeah, I would take the 14, but yes. No, that's fun. I like it. All right. Dub, you got anything you want to add, or should we go on to the next game, which is the game of the week for DAZONE and A7FL.TV? Uh, I mean, everyone pretty much has said what needs to be said. Let, let's talk about the game of the week. This will be a good one. Two, three, and one teams. Sick with it. One of the top 10 teams in the country versus Kryptonite, who I believe they still had on the top 10, if I remember correctly. I don't know what the, the order was. 
Are they still up there, guys? Do you remember? Yeah, they're in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're in. They're in there. So again, a double top ten matchup. Sick. I think we all believe it is one of the is one of the top two teams in our division with Kryptonite not putting up the showing that we hoped that they would have against the Insomniacs last week. Yeah. Where do you think this one goes? And oh, Scotty, I'm gonna say, Scott, I'm gonna save you for last because you've got yeah. ties and and yeah. you've got ins- you've got insider information <laughs> that re- the rest of us don't. So I want to hear everybody else's insight before you go. I'll, I'll say I'll start by saying this, man. I know for a fact, and I, I talked to a couple of the guys after the game, and they didn't have, and this being Kryptonite, didn't have all of their offensive linemen, which I know hurt them. Um, I'm want I want to see full strength Kryptonite come out against sick with it. And I think duly noted, it is the game of the week at that point in time. And all I could say is I think this game, depending on how it's, how it plays out as far as, you know, no injuries, everybody playing, doing what they should dude. This is, this to me could be one of the closer games. And I don't know if I could pick a winner in this one and not just because of, of my feelings, but, I know Kryptonite wants to come out and show what they're made of this this week. And I know it's against Sick with it. No knock against them. They've got some really good players too. That's why this game for me is one of those games where it's a head scratcher. And I think that this could be one of those games that it could go either way in reality. Um, and again, no knock against either team. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. So to pick a game, pick one of these, I'm throwing out and saying this game is probably going to be decided by between seven and 10 points. And I think it could be throw offs is where the, the difference can be made. Um, I think that sick with it. I mean, both these teams, kryptonite and sick with it are in the top 10 for a reason. And I think that this is, you know, a wake up call was given to them last week with kryptonite. And I think they're going to come, come out and ball this week. And so seven to 10 points, I don't know who's going to be the winner. I really don't. I really mm. think it's not a pick them. I really think that it could go either way, depending on how throw-offs work, because I think both teams can be explosive. Both teams can be really good on defense. Both teams can be dangerous on throw-offs. So I, I, uh, this is one of those games that I don't even really want to pick because I, I just think that both teams are friggin' deserve to be in the top 10, and this game could go either way. I'll throw a little extra information in here for you. Common opponents, OTT. Sickwood obviously put up 92, but gave up 38. Kryptonite put up 58 and gave up 34. Mm. Just mm. In- interesting conversations, right? Huh. Very, very. <laughs> That'll make okay. you go, hmm. One other common opponent, uh, the Hunters. Oh, wait, no, Sick hasn't played the Hunters. God dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) We had one. Tell the producer to go back in his hole. (laughs) Chill. Hang on. (laughs) Okay. Nah. nah. (laughs) All right. So, so, Dub, you have anything you want to add to that? Well, I guarantee you this. The Kryptonite will come back and they will play pissed off of what happened last week against the Insomniacs. 
So you will definitely see a better, more focused, and a vigorous kryptonite team. But I just 3, think thousand percent. I just think, but I just think in the form of Sickwitted, Sickwitted is on a mission, and I don't think it's a matter of if, but their mission is they want another shot at the Insomniacs, and, that, and that's not me saying that they're looking over the kryptonite because they're not, but. Sigwood has a, has a mission. They want another. They want a rematch against Insomniacs, and you know what? I'll be the first to pay for it. But it's just, I think it just may come down to three on one. I think it may come down between KJ and between Lavish because those are two of the most dynamic three on one returners that we have in our league. It may come down to which one of those two brings back a return or two that might be the deciding factor. Because I agree with Chris, it will be a close game. Because I mean. It, 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 for me, it may come down to the three-on-one for me. All right. All right. Here we go. Viking. Man. Let's hear it. Man. All right. So, like, I'm not sure who's – well, I know for sure, like everybody else has said, the kryptonite are pissed off. They feel like that was an embarrassment. They feel like they have a bone to pick. Not everybody was there, and they don't want to make excuses. They just need to give a better showing. Um, taking all bias out of it, man, it, on paper, on paper, it looks like a 21-point game. Yeah, on paper, Sickwood, it wins. I mean, let's, yeah. let's not get it twisted. On paper, Sickwood but, is the better team. But the, the only thing that changes it, like everybody else has said, is that every time Sickwood scores, they got to throw the KJ. They got right. to throw to Iquan. Right. And, and, they've, and they've got even three guys. If they don't score, even if they don't score, they're going to give Lex Luthor, a.k.a. Smooth, a.k.a. Newport Nick Foles. <laughs> like, hey, it's Cigarette Jesus. It's Cigarette Jesus. Yeah, yeah. No, like, you still got to give him the ball. And right. regardless, <laughs> yes, their rush is crazy. Yes, they hit hard. Yes, their schemes are fucking insane. But Kryptonite's offense don't make no goddamn sense. Yeah, well, I think uh, after having the conversation with Smooth, and I'm not giving anything away, he has some stuff that we talked about after the game. And if I see that implemented in this game, dude, Smooth, hope you're listening, bro. You got some some ideas. I want to see you implement them this week. And I think that you got a little something going. So I, that's one game that I could guarantee you I will be watching very closely. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to force you guys real quick. I, I want mm. predictions. Just just winners. You don't I, you don't have to give scores. Who will win this game, Chris? I already gave you mine. I can't pick a winner in this one. I really can't. I, I think it's going to be a close game, and I think because of the throw-offs are untimed, I think that it's going to be one of those games where we could see a replay of what happened with OTT and the Hunters in that night game. And I think it could be a very, very close game. And realistically, there you know as well as I do, man, anything can happen when there's a minute to go and there's a throw-off and the team's down by three. So now, a throw-off with a minute left with these athletes, man. Come on. We could be there for two hours. Exactly. Right. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. In this situation, especially after what I saw in the championship game in the fall, dude, I, this is one game I just – I really can't pick. I really Don't can't give pick Scotty flashbacks. Yeah. 
I'm having I'm having some heavy flashbacks because I, I really think that um, you know, Kryptonite is is got a big chip on their shoulder. I think they're gonna they're coming to show something. I think Sick with it is on a mission to show what they've got coming into this league for the first season. And I this is just one game. I cannot pick a winner. I cannot. All right, flip a coin. Tell me who you who's gonna win. I, I need a I, I need a winner out of you. Like play rock, play paper, scissors with yourself and give me a winner. Uh, how am I gonna play with myself? <laughs> yes. I, I ain't gonna play with myself, but I let me just keep see, let me just keep the camera off. Okay, right. well do me a fa- do me a favor, go to somebody else, come back. I'm flipping a coin now. Okay, dub. I'm gonna say oh okay. Well, obviously because of my Vallejo ties D forty, I've been on the sick with a bandwagon all season long, so not jumping off, but I'm going to pick sick in a close game. Thank you, Chris. You ready yet? I'm trying to keep yeah. Viking for last. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. I, I flipped the coin. I'm seriously sitting here looking at it. Can, can I flip? Can, can we do that? Two out of three. <laughs> right. um, with where it landed, where it landed, it's sick with it because I I picked heads for sick, tails for for kryptonite, and it came up heads. It landed on its it landed on its edge. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and. All right. Scotty, who you got? God, man, I hate this part. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think, I think sick gets the edge. Well, Honestly, since you guys all said sick with yeah. it, I'm just gonna say kryptonite, just so one of us has a chance to be right. God damn it! Now you made me look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> no, look, yeah, I already said. Look, I win this one. The league wins this one. I think it doesn't change playoff standings. Like, honestly, if you're kryptonite, like, from a management standpoint, this game's not about, like, as just keep it close. Don't try and go out there and fucking risk getting hurt or risk throwing out your best fucking move. Don't do that. This game is about keeping your fucking point spread right because, really, it's not going to change whether three or four doesn't really matter. You're still staying in Vegas to make sure a L.A. team comes here. Like, if that makes any sense, like, right, see you, what just you, need to, do, you just see need to remain in the top four, right? Stay in the top four, man. That should be your goal. Don't get hurt, don't let nobody get hurt, don't get no ejections, don't get, don't, no suspensions, no stupid shit. Play good fucking football, show up, keep the game fucking close. Whether it's all, whether you're winning or fucking losing, keep the goddamn game close. Don't use all your goddamn tricks in this game. What he said. Right. I wish well I wish he was best in the playoffs. I'm just saying I wish he was more passionate about it. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. <laughs> All right. This is the same shit I would tell them chat. on a fucking group chat. You know what I mean? You, like, you probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, look, man, to be completely honest, man, because I'm in the booth right now, because I'm not on anybody's roster, I left all team chats. I'm in. I'm, I'm not in nobody's team chat. I'm not on anybody's roster. We're gonna have a signing day when I come back. Like, we gonna find out. I'm not Ooh, on anybody's are you, are roster. You, are you gonna do the the four hats in front of you and pick exactly. one at the end of the season? Yeah, no, oh, dude, I'm not like, on nobody's I, I wanna I wanna be there for that shit. Look, so, I'm, not, broadcast, I'm not on anybody's roster. That? I'm not on anybody's roster. I'm oh uh, look, I'm open to conversations. My goal is to bring a national championship to Vegas. That that's my my goal is I'm working out harder than ever. Look, this, this is what it's gonna be. I'm also trying to turn this league into the WWE version of the uh, uh, of football. Without so scripts, we, I'm gonna make a spectacle. Yeah, without it. script, without script. 
Man, ain't no, man, I, I wish somebody could come out here and tell tell one of us to to lay down or to to fake a win. Right. Fake oh, a loss. Ain't, no, ain't no fucking way. Yeah, y'all can keep that shit in New Jersey where they fix games. I'm out of here. Oh, oh my. Uh, damn. What? Oh what? my. <laughs> Not that there right. wasn't enough shots on, on New Jersey, but there's another one just for I'm you. keep I'm gonna keep taking them just because I haven't played them yet. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, I've been watching and, and, film. I got a lot of love for those guys. Like I talk with them all the time. Like it's all it's it's all fun and games, man. Like this is all football. This is all fun to me. I got man. a lot of love for them. I respect their work ethic. I respect their football mind. Like I respect their athletes. I really do. I think it would be an amazing. It's gonna be fun to come back and play against them. But I'm gonna talk my shit. Well, and unlike Corey Hammond, you don't have to go up against him anytime this year because you are on the couch or in the booth where oh, Corey yeah, no, is it's easy to both on the booth the and the too. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right. Corey's, Corey's got to carry them receipts. All right, so let's go un under the lights on Fox Channel 5.2 and Cox 125. Vegas Pit Bosses versus OTT. Over the Ooh. top. I mean, these last three games are fire, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So I kicked it off. I'll kick it off again. I don't care. And I'll say that um, again. I got to go with heart. I got to go with with uh, my boy Save. And I got to say that OTT takes this one. No knock against Kayuno because I think he's going to have his game. But I really think it comes down to y'all better stop Savion. If you can't stop him. It's going to be a long night. Yeah, the only person that seems to be able to stop Savion is Savion. Exactly. No, you, you, you take this one. <laughs> you know what? I have to have a conversation with that boy. Right? All right. Well, and it's not like he doesn't have other great returners on the team, too. But what about you? What about you, uh, Viking? Oh, um, I got to give the – honestly, I got to give the edge to Savion. Like, same thing, but – Here's the thing is I think we're I think we're staring down the barrel of a hunter's OTT. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's gonna be this. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and make a prediction. This is the first game that goes to overtime. Ooh, wow, 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 wow. All right, Dub. Yeah. Since he stole your thunder, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Say something else. Xavion <laughs> walks it off in overtime on a three-on-one return. That sounds about right. <laughs> All right, so here's the situation. I'm not just going to do this because you guys all picked OTT. I'm actually going to take the pit bosses this game. I saw something in K-Uno on defense. Man. That I didn't realize was there, and I saw the guys start to rally around some of that towards the end of the game. I think the pit bosses have figured something out. Not that... I I've been saying OTT figures something out since they since that second half of the game when they've gone two and one since then. So uh, th they figured out what it takes for them to win against the middle tier teams. I think the pit bosses are, are are sniffing at becoming one of those middle middle tier teams, and I think this is the game that they get off the schneid and put one in the win column. I will say this: big boy number seventy four on the pit bosses on the defensive side of the ball. Had himself Man. a heck of a game last week. He was working. So 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 he is definitely a key that OTT definitely has to watch out for because he was getting hurries, getting pressure, necessarily not getting sacks, but he was getting pressure on the quarterback. So that's the best part about D line is you don't need a sack. You need a hurry. Exactly. So I'm just saying they need to keep an eye out on him because he was 
he was getting pressure for sure last week. Yeah, big man had cardio. Yeah, and shout out to OTT, man. They they ran and used a bunch of quarterbacks, and every one of them actually looked like they had something. They made some mistakes, yeah. but they were actually executing plays. And if it wasn't for passes behind or too long, if they get that timing down and they can actually, you know, have some practices and get that timing down, they they could be scary. They they definitely have the talent. Let's not get it twisted. They definitely have the talent. They just their timing is off when it comes to quarterback to receiver, and that's their receiving core is the is the their strongest piece. Obviously, aside from G Herd's running, but they just haven't put it all together yet. If it does come together, it's going to be very scary. Well, the one thing we always say in the broadcast. OTT never quits. They play to the final gun. You will never, you will never ever have to question their effort or their want to. That's for sure. I agree. So y'all are just knocking what I've said about them being the team with the most heart in the league. No, <laughs> that's, no, you, that's what you say. We were, we were just in hand. We were just in hand. That's all. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, well, we hit. Oh, hang on. A blaze got kicked out. Apparently. Uh, so we've hit all of our points that we needed to cover this week. Uh, next week, we'll be prepared to do our uh, 11 through 20 rankings. So, oh, yeah, uh, I got to watch some film. Yeah, Wonderful. Wonderful. I, I didn't give you guys enough time to prepare, so let's get that going for next week. Uh, games of the week should be great this coming week. I can't wait to see what Vegas looks like. I'm excited to see if the vibe can uh, – come out and put something up on the aces or, or or if the aces will continue their domination and where they'll go in the top 10 if they do yep and i'm really excited to i, I cannot wait for the, the chaos in the covington heist to actually play you got two three and oh teams in ohio that uh haven't played each other yet i want to see what the uh chaos look like against what could be another top level team yeah so uh, let's go parting shots. Blaze, I'm, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, actually, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to let you go second to last. Okay. Uh, Chris, set an example. Parting shots. What do you got, buddy? Uh, have to come to me first. Well, last week was an interesting week, to say the least. I think we're going to have more of the same this week. I think there's going to be some really good games. I think that, uh, you know, I'll use a term that is has been thrown around, but I'll, I'll say it again. Um, and I'll well, I shouldn't say I'll say it again. I'll start it off. Vegas strong, and these teams are showing what they're made of. And these teams have been put together to do one thing and one thing only, and that is to go compete with the guys back east. So I'm gonna steal a little bit of Viking on this one and say, you know, hopefully everybody's ready come playoffs because Vegas is coming, and we're gonna show you what we're made of. So. Y'all be ready, and let's go have some fun this weekend. Right on. Uh, I Somebody, it looks like it was possibly Scotty, dropped the uh, rankings in our chat, but I still don't see an order on them. Do you guys? Yeah, there was no order. It was the unofficial top 10 yeah. uh, from before the podcast, but those are the people in it. Okay, cool. All right, and then uh, how about you, Scotty, parting shots? Man, part of shots, Vegas versus everybody. You know what it is. Insomniacs, man, thank you. Thank you for getting the number one. Um, I also don't, man, at this point, I don't think there's, I said last week, there's not six teams in, in the country that can beat sick with it. 
I'm gonna say there's not three. Um, there they continue, they continue <laughs> going. But anyway, uh, I love seeing the families coming out to the A7FL. Um, tell your friends. I know you know some athletes. Get them out here, man. The better competition, iron sharpens iron. We want the best competition out here so that we can put Vegas's best foot forward when we go to nationals because we are going to nationals. That's it. Thank you, sir. Uh, Dub, what you got, buddy? I just love how the guys just come out and play with passion. Thing they got because, again, as I've said before, you know, it's all about opportunity. And like I said, I was grateful for the opportunity that you guys have given me to be a part of this podcast and be a part to, you know, call games. So I just appreciate the passion that everybody has to put their heart, their soul, and their effort into making this league what it is. And I'm just uh, appreciative to be a part of it. Thank you, sir. Good, good to have you here as well. Blaze. Do you yes, have any sir. parting words? We, so parting shots is anything you want to get off your chest, anything you want to drop on anybody, any announcements you want to make? All right. Okay, I'll leave some shots, I guess, right? <laughs> um, you got the soundboard working already. Look at you. That's right. Um, first of all, thank you, everybody that's been a part of this whole situation on me coming in, and especially my son coming in. Um, Y'all brought a whole different vision of football which is amazing because i did not experience the a7fl type before but honestly um all these games i'm actually very excited to watch um and i'm gonna get to watch them live right but uh honestly the sick with it and kryptonite that one i'm gonna make sure i have some extra kettle corn for that one and other than that man yo yeah it's good it was so good i got more coming don't worry bless you (laughs) But yes, that's that's what I have. I mean, it, this is honestly going to be really fun. It's going to be hard to record the game because I'm going to try to be. I, I want to watch it. So, but yeah, that's that's what I have on that. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Right on. Thank you, thank you, Blaze. All right. So, uh, I want to first of all welcome Blaze to the three. The, sorry, the other side of the ball podcast. He will be producing uh, moving forward. We'll. I'll probably stay on for a week or two to make sure that he's got it under control and everything's good to go. And then I'm going to hopefully be able to step away from, from the podcast to let you guys have your autonomy and do your thing. So I can focus on some other things on, on my Wednesday nights and help continue growing the league. I think you guys are doing an amazing job with this podcast. And now that we've got blaze here, who's a fantastic producer, a guy who knows how to put things like this together and a good mind around television and radio and and doing all these things i think we're we're all in good hands and i'm I'm happy to be able to turn the reins over to to a guy like you blaze and thank you so much for uh bringing your uh tiktok knowledge to us uh between between the four videos i think we had over thirty thousand likes if i remember correctly just adding them all together in my head yeah Uh, we don't we don't know how many uh congruent streams we had because they were doing some stuff but at one time we had over a thousand people watching our TikTok video 12, at once. Twelve point one thousand. Wow, that's how many people were watching at one time. Yeah, remember I showed you it was twelve point one thousand, and we had almost nine thousand likes. It was the very first game we had. I thought you said it was one point twelve thousand. 
Twelve point one thousand is a much that's a much huge number. <laughs> more yeah. impressive number. Thank you very much for clarifying that. My fucking god. All right, here we Jeez. go. <laughs> Woo. All right. Well, we need to make sure that we start pointing our advertisers at TikTok because that, that we can get real numbers like that coming back and we can share them real time. That's good for all, all of that, us. Does that mean we gotta start doing the dances in the booth? Probably. Yep. I want I want to see your I want to see your gritty. I'm sure. down. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Mine might mine might uh mess up those uh, horrible videos of Kelsey doing them. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, real quick, uh quick shout out to Kelly Hurst. Uh she's not really focused on the Vegas division in the public right now, but the work she's doing behind the scenes for Vegas is still top notch. And we thank you. Kelly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we all miss Kelly, but she's running she's running LA for us and doing a bang up job. So I just want to give a quick shout out to her and say thank you to her. And uh, to my wife, who's tolerated all this bullshit for the last <laughs> four or five weeks, we, we've been going through a lot and her even more because she doesn't have me helping her with the things that I normally do. So I just want to thank her for allowing me to, to play with my boys. Uh, so uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and shut this thing down. Uh, I am Derek Duncan. And for Nick Blaze, the our good broadcast team, the Vegas Viking. Uh, Dub Alvarez and our division manager Chris. Sorry, division manager Chris Vera. Try, I'm trying to uh, set this thing up to stop recording while I'm doing it. <laughs> we need Casey back. I can't do this shit. Control all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so for all y'all, I am Derek Duncan, and I will see you on the other side of the ball. See ya. Peace, y'all. Gang, gang. Matt Ryan here, and folks, the countdown is on. If you want to be my boss, if you want to own a piece of the A7FL, the time is now. We are counting down until November 7th. That is right, November 7th, the day before Election Day, is the last day of our Start Engine campaign. So we want you to sign up right now. Go to startengine.com a7fl and sign up. Once again, that's startengine.com a7fl.